0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. It's Joe with RT.ie. 51551 is the text number, and little did we know at this time yesterday, the events uh, that were going to uh, unfold over the next uh, 16, and indeed, you can now say 24 hours, um, as you know, shortly after two o'clock, we got the uh, statement from the Gardaí saying a serious incident had been declared in Parnell Square East. And we spoke about that then from eyewitnesses and various other people um, in the area, uh, journalists, until uh, three o'clock. And the eyewitness, Siobhan Carney, who was, um, you would have seen subsequently, I think, on newspapers and and um, and TV, she was... Uh, extraordinarily uh, shook but extraordinarily fluent and extraordinarily brave on what she did when she saw uh, this man as she said with this making this knife motion she immediately ran across the street and um, a, a now transpires a young Brazilian who was on a motorbike that delivery coming down Parnell Square he saw the knife wielder and uh, jumped off his bike and took off his crash helmet and used it to to um to get the get the man to drop the knife and then himself and Siobhan because people were very very upset as you can imagine uh, himself and Siobhan a number of other people uh, stood around the man and protected him from people who were deeply deeply upset and then the events that unfolded um, throughout the evening in uh, Dublin city centre one of the images um, that's gone round the world is that that image of that bus that double decker bus. Uh, Dublin bus on fire uh, on our the main bridge in the main street in our capital city, and a guard a car and a bus on fire side by side there at O'Connor Bridge. Well, the driver of that bus is a man called um, Silish Tupsy. Uh, Silish, good afternoon. Yeah, yeah, good afternoon. Yeah, and um, All right. I'm so sorry this happened to you last night. What what happened, Silish? Um. Uh, well. It's just been shocked. Like um, I was, uh, I was driving down as a special back to garage yeah. at the time, and I did not know what was happened. So okay. I, was, I was unaware what was happened. So I just uh, drive slowly as the traffic was very bad. So uh, there was a bus in front of me that's uh, mm-hmm. passing through Connell's Bridge. He passed through, and I there was a red light, so I stopped and I saw the car was on fire. Okay. So I was just waiting my time. When, when the green light goes off, I start to drive slowly. Yeah. In the, in the, in the, uh, the middle of the street, and there was two guys with scooter just came from the other bus. Yeah. And do not want to stop me completely. So yeah. I stop and they start to, you know, start to be very aggressive and shout and start to bang on the street. Uh-huh. Uh, on the screen, they come, they come to the side of the door. They open both doors, the front uh-huh. and the central door. As my screen was halfway uh, down, yeah, I was coming down special, so just she just start to shout and and throw two punch on me. My so goodness. I uh, I was I was kind of I, I was still processing what what just happened. Yeah, and uh, they, I was keep keep talking to them what what happened. So they, they left. I closed both doors and put on my my screen protector on, wow. uh, completely up. I tried to call control, but I, there was kind of I could not get back to them. But they could okay. not, it was kind of very 
things will happen so quickly. So I see a lot of uh, guys just start to bang on the windscreen and say me to get out on the bus. Okay. So one day... Uh, so you're now... They, they you, Silas, you're now on O'Connell Bridge. Um, I'm on O'Connell Bridge, yeah. When, and the bus has stopped. They're blocking t- on these e-scooters, They're which blocked. seemed to be everywhere last night, and bicycles or whatever flying around the place. Um, they yeah. stopped. The two e-scooters are in front of you. Obviously, you can't you can't knock them down. And when yeah. they got onto the yeah. bus, they, you said they, they started punching you, and it started yeah. shouting. What did they shout? Do you know? Nothing. What What are you doing here? What are you doing here? That's all. This, that's all. That's all. That's all I can hear. Is that what you said or they said? No, they said to me, "What are you doing here? What are you doing? Here? What do you think you're doing here?" But you're trying. Yeah. So, I said, I, uh, "I'm still. I'm, they They are not listening. Nothing. I'm saying, yeah. what What happened? I'm just trying my my way to get out. Yeah. They start to be aggressive for, for no reason. And so, do you think, Silish, when they said to you, "What are you doing here?" It was racist. Like, um, I, like I said, I, I was, I, I don't know what what yeah. what they was trying to mean by that, but yeah, okay. because I didn't know what was happened, so I, I don't know what what they was trying to to point here. Yeah, yeah. I, I was still trying to talk to them, but then they left, and then in a few minutes later, mm-hmm. those ten guys just start to bang and open both door and say me, you get out from the bus now, or we we'll kill you here. Okay. So there was, there was, um, I don't. There was one big lad, and I, I could not. Re- I do remember his face, but he was he was in the corner, and he said me, "Get out! Get get out! Get out! Come come with me! Get out! I'll, I'll take you out safely." So I just grabbed whatever I can. I said, "Listen, guys, I'm out from it." So I opened the cab, mm-hmm. and walk over to this guy. So he just hold me tight and and walk me across uh, the bus to to the safe place. There was three guards standing out there. So they said to you, um, "Get off the bus, or we'll kill you." Yeah, they was coming. They were coming to to to, to beat me, but uh, they hold off because they, this guy was saying, "No, no, 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 we, yeah. we take you. Don't, don't, don't." Okay, well, fair, like, fair play to him for wherever he was. But what age were these men? They were all. They were all young. Who the the guys who was coming to? They're all young lads. Well, fifteen. Around yeah. Around fifteen. Around fifteen, yeah. Teenagers. And there was only one teenager. There was only one. One was kind of tall. Uh, the adult was over thirty. He was the one, uh, you know, start to bang and say me to get out. I remember him. His face very well. He started to bang on the screen and say me get out, get out. But he was kind of looked like he was in drugs or something. I don't know. But he was kind of um, very, very angry. Mm-hmm. You know, very aggressive. And who was banging, banging, banging? And who was the man, Silish, who said to you, come, come quickly, get off quickly, and I'll, and he walked with you? What age was he? Uh, he was, uh, he must be like 40. And was he uh, part, 30. but was he part of the gang? No, I don't believe so, because he hmm. was, uh, when I looked at his face, it, it was not uh, part of the gang. He okay, was he was, on the crowd. He, yeah. he was afraid as well. Yeah, he took me, so then I said, what happened? So then he explained me what was happened. So then go, just, just, just go, just, just, just keep walking. I left my jacket. I could not even take my jacket. There was left in the bus. So it's no, don't need to take nothing. Just go from here. And what about any personal belongings? Your mobile I phone. Just, I, your... I, was, I was, I was able to take to grab my bags with me. Okay. And, yeah, okay. Bag, so. and you went to, now. Were the, 
did the guard he intervene at this stage? I know there was a guard a car mm-hmm. on fire beside you. Yeah, no, uh, I walked with the tree guard. I was just across uh, to the next light, yeah. and I explained them what happened. They just uh, pushed this guy away. Said, "Don't, don't touch him," because they told that he was, he was not helping me. So yeah. I said, "No, no, it's fine." So then he said, "Me." I explained them, said, "Yeah, just walk, just walk out from here. Leave your bus. Just walk out," because they were still under pressure, trying to. I think they were trying to uh, solve solve the traffic and everything there. So okay. there was nothing. No one was there. So I walk. It was so stressful, so I walked down to to garage. Like I got in Boston. You walked down to Ringsend, fair play. And, and well, there was no, yeah. there was no other way. I was in town around the same time. There was no other way of getting around apart from on foot at that stage, um, yeah. uh, in the city so. centre. But uh, Silish, when did you? Were you there when they set the bus on fire? No, no. When they stopped this smash the bus, I was completely out. And but you know the bus. That you were in the bus that you were driving is that's the photograph that's gone around the world since last night. The main yeah. street, the main street in the capital city of this country, the main bridge, the main thoroughfare, and a bus and a guard a car were set alight uh, by by criminals basically. But you're saying they're only fourteen or fifteen. What were they? Were they on bikes or were they on scooters or were they on foot? There was. Just most of them well, I see a lot of scooters it was on, on foot and, and scooters I could not see mm. bike most but what we was there was mostly young and few of them were adults but mostly was young people young, young adults and I know it's not the issue at this stage but as you know anyone can drive a scooter in Ireland despite what the government <laughs> yeah. tell oh, us yeah. and none of them none of them uh, because of our uh, system none of us have to ca- none of them have to carry ID so even if they were stopped on a scooter flying around the place uh they could give a false name or whatever, but that's that's more uh, issues that have to, that that have to be uh, dealt with. And Silish, what were they wearing? Had they got their faces covered? No, those lads were coming front of them. Their face was not covered. No. Okay. No, okay. No, so, so they so they're afraid yeah. of nothing. No, they're not afraid of nothing. No. Okay. Uh, and so did you, 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 you're on your. I understand they, they, as you said, they come on and start shouting at you. What are you doing here? You didn't know uh, from what you're saying. You didn't know whether they were talking about what is the bus doing here on O'Connor Bridge, or what are you, the person, doing here no. in this country? But anyway, I think most people would know what the, what the, what their intent was. And Silish, where are you from originally? I'm from Mauritius. Oh, fantastic. And how long have you been working with Dublin Bus and providing a great service? Ten years. Ten years, yeah. Well done, well done. And have you you family? Yeah, I do, yeah, I do have a kid, six years old. Oh, wow. Is that a boy or a girl? A girl. Girl, okay. So when you when 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 we mention a child now, a girl, especially a five or six, in the last twenty four hours, all we're doing is praying for that child in Temple Street, as in Temple Street Hospital, who was uh, stabbed. And um, um, Silish, has it changed your mind about Ireland? Um, not not really, because Ireland is a great country, it's the safest country, I would say, because I'm here fifteen years and. You know, cross this kind of issue, but I understand. Then when I came in the house, and after what I understand what happened, so uh, it doesn't change my mind. It's just be a bit scary what I have gone through. That okay. What happened will take me time to go through. Okay. You know, it's, it's happened in all the country, uh, all around the world can be happened. So. 
Okay. Yeah. And have you have you experienced much racism, you or your family or your friends? Um, I won't say much, but I did experience some during my years here because I worked in Dublin bus yeah. for 10 years. And I was marking 27. I drive a lot of 27 routes and everything. So I have experienced hmm. uh, kind of racism, but I don't really. I take it light. I don't because okay. that's, we, we are here, so... That's normal. I take it as a normal thing. Okay. So I don't really take it off. Um, That's going to happen everywhere, like we said. So how are you today? You see, you say they punch you. Have you? Are you bruised? Uh, how they are. My face is a little bit, but okay. you know, uh, just take my time. Yeah, you're very. Um, you're 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 a credit. You're a credit to your family, <laughs> but uh, and your country is Irish, and you're a credit to Ireland as well, and you're a credit to Dublin bus. Um, for I hope I hope to give you a few days rest. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. take my time off. Ah, oh, well done. So. Okay, so you walk down to the yeah. Rings End bus station. Oh, I walked down to Pier Street and I saw well, a bus coming in. Oh, brilliant! And the, you, you were in your uniforms at a picture. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, it was a bit lovely. Okay, so yeah. stylish. It, it 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 will not change your opinion of Ireland. You think uh, generally, as you say, you take it light, or other people wouldn't, and I understand why. And uh, but the phrase one, they said they were going to kill you, and two, they said, "What are you doing here?" So we know what their their intent was. But you're telling me that they were fifteen year olds, uh, didn't attempt to hide their faces, and primarily there was a lot of these e-scooters around, which al- which allows them to fly around town, and they do fly around town, and they never stopped. It seems to me as they come down in the wrong direction, they're ne- they never they never stopped because there's no legislation at this stage to stop them. So maybe we could have that legislation quick enough, may- quickly, and maybe we could have legislation on them carrying IDs as well if you want to go around on a scooter that could potentially kill someone. Silish, so, I, I am so sorry that this happened to you last night. Um, a, f- a, full re- a full recovery to you and, and uh, your wonderful, wonderful family and friends. Uh, thanks to Dublin Bus and indeed the Trade Union as well. Uh, for for all the work you do, and um, I hope you get back to work quickly and stylish. I hope that is the that is the end of it. That is the end of it. Um, yeah, and and there, yeah. and thanks to that man, you say the older man who helped you. Yeah, yeah that's great. Thanks, Wayne. Okay. Uh, take me out. Okay. Okay, stylish. Mind you, that's stylish. Uh, originally yeah. from uh, Mauritius, here fifteen years. He's the the driver of the bus that's his picture has gone around the world uh, burning on the main street, the main bridge on the main street uh, in the capital of uh, Ireland uh, last night. Joe with RT.ie 51551 is the text number. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at RT.ie 51551. Louise, you are the mother of uh, Garda. That's right, yeah. My son was there last night. And have you been talking to him since? I have, yeah. Well, I was worried sick about him. Yeah. I, he just texted me. I was in work last night and he texted me to say he was called in for um, overtime. Yeah. And usually when he's called in for overtime, it's public order. If it's scheduled, you okay. know, it would be just on the beat. And then I came home from work and I was watching the news and I saw all the pictures and all the, the commotion that was going on. And it dawned on me, oh, my God, my son is there. And I was worried out of my mind for him. Because, you know, the way, I mean, it looked like Beirut out there. It really did. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, you, you hear stories of them cornering a couple of guards and beating them. Yeah, well, you saw these. The you, saw the, you saw the guards, that incredible yeah. uh, sergeant on O'Connell Street. About Absolutely, 20 of them, yeah. uh, anyway, people can use whatever name they want. Um, 20 of them surrounded him. He has his cap, in, that's his only defence, is his yeah, cap and yeah. his own agility. And they're coming at him from the back, sideways, but they didn't, they they didn't beat him. They Sorry, they hit him, but they didn't, uh, they didn't, beat him and, and thankfully hopefully he's okay the, yeah. you saw the guard up in Parnell Street being being cornered on his own you saw That's the it, young yeah. Yeah, young yeah. guard who I think is is female and she was in the public order unit she was excuse me beaten to the ground and uh, uh, helped by her colleagues is your son in the public order unit Louise? Uh, no well he he, he is uh, but they only get called in every now and again so he has like his regular beast and then oh, okay. for overtime he gets called in. Well, now what I yeah. mean is, what what would he have been in some form of protective gear last night? He was. He was in the protective gear. So Thank he was God. called in on all his colleagues and they all got kind of all their gear on and off they went. Yeah. Because it was now, they didn't know how bad it was going to be when they were called in. They were just called in and then they all went. And it's only when they arrived they realised how bad things were. And it was horrific. It really was horrific. You know, when I, he, he went, it was all over because I was texting him, please text me when you're safe. Mm-hmm. Text me when you're safe. Yeah. So he rang me. It was one o'clock in the morning when he rang me and he says, we're back in the station. We're all safe. We're good. But he was so pumped because it was really horrific. Yeah. He was covered in head, from head to toe in bruises. And that was from bottles being thrown at them. There was, you know, bricks. They emptied out dustbins and got whatever yeah. weapon they could to throw at them. Now, they didn't beat them with sticks because they would have had to get too close to them for yeah, sticks, but yeah, they were yeah. throwing things at them. And even with all the gear, because they have a good bit of gear that they wear on yeah, them, yeah. but even with the gear on them, they, you know, there was bruises, cuts, ev- oh, from head to toe he's covered because things were kind of bouncing off the yeah. ground and then lashing up on top of them. It was really dreadful. But he stood there, he stood there, he stood his ground and so did his colleagues and he, you know, Got, got everything back to normal. But he must, you must be very proud of him, are you? Oh, unbelievably. Joe, he's only 23. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's he's Brilliant. not in the guards for very long. Yeah, he, he only did the training for this public order this summer. And okay. I remember he came in when he was finished it and he put all his gear on him and everything. And he killed me for saying this, but he looked like he was dressing up for Halloween when he put all the gear on. He oh was God. that young. Yeah. You know? But, you know, yeah, he stood there with his comrades side by side and protected us and got our city back because they were just thugs. They were not doing that for the yeah. sake of those little kids that were stabbed. There was oh, nothing to worse. do with that. They were there just to cause mayhem and distress for people. And then to have a go at the shops. And have a go at the shops. Yeah. yeah. So my sister was working in Ireland and she said they all got into Ireland as well. I know that you saw the footage. Yeah. To get their Canada Goose and their North Face jackets and whatever electronics it, they yeah. could, they could, uh, they, they, they could get their hands they, they on anything. Gar- so is he okay today? He's grand. Do you know what? He, that was overtime, so he's in work today. Oh, is he? So he had to go into work today. Okay. Yeah. So he's gone off. And, yeah. And Louise, has he been involved in any um, in any public order uh, issues before? Yeah, he was called. Now, they would be called in, but it was nothing like this, obviously. But yeah. they'd be called in, you know, we'd say over the weekend if there was a bit of commotion yeah. going on outside the nightclub or whatever, and he'd go in. And they never really had to do much, 
you yeah, know, their God, presence yeah. usually, yeah. And sometimes when there's when there's big events on, concerts or yeah. major Concert events, the public order unit, just for... I say it happens. It's a protocol, and most most uh, police forces, the public order unit will be on will be on call or maybe sitting somewhere. But they would they wouldn't be at the event unless it was. But they'd be on standby, I suppose, because wherever there's all ready to go. Yeah, yeah and, and because wherever there's large numbers of people. But again, Louise, you you heard the description. I think from. Uh, Sally, there a few. It's all all young men. All young men. All young men. Do you, yeah. Do, all do you, teenagers. Yeah. Incredible. Teenagers. Yeah. You well, know? That's, and, and you know, and I know, Louise, and your son knows more than any of us if, if he's been in Dublin City Centre. This has been going on for a long time, these gangs yeah. roaming. Um, four or five of them, anyway, we, uh, invariably on e-scooters, flying around the place and um, just waiting. Some opportu- opportunistic. They jumped. They yeah. jumped. Stay yeah. with us. Stay with us, Louise. Um, Stephen Troy, uh, you're in Moore Street in Dublin, Stephen. Um, yeah, good afternoon. Oh. How how are you? Ah, we're getting through it, you know. It's a, it's a sad day for Dublin, you know. It's absolutely disgraceful to see the carry-on that happened on the street of the city centre last night, you know. Yeah. So, And what's the atmosphere today? Ah, it's, there's a very eerie feeling, you know. Um, so, yeah. The business group are very disappointed, you know. Um, as you've just said there yourself, antisocial behaviour has been rampant in yeah. the city for the last couple of years, you know, and... You know, we've been calling on Dublin yeah. Central representatives of the government whose party are actually in government, you know, to mm. give the guard the resources they need to tackle this. Because if they don't do something soon, you know, we're going to lose the city to this toggery. And that's all it is, is absolute toggery, you know. And it's very disheartening as business owners mm. in the city, you know, to, to be facing this on a daily basis. Or, as you said, going on a couple of years at this point, you know, and the guard of what they had to prove with yesterday evening, you know, I mm-hmm. feel a full of ways. I have a family member myself who was a member of the yeah, guards, yeah. you know, and it's a, it's a very underpaid job for what they put up with, you know, mm-hmm. and the resources just aren't there and the government really need now to pull up their socks and get their act together and do something for the city centre and it's also behaviour to tackle it, you know. And even when, as I know the e-scooter is not the issue, but no legislation around e-scooters, no ID. We're not allowed to have ID cards because even though most people have an ID card of some description, uh, but you're not obliged to have an ID card because there's civil liberty concerns. Uh, the guardies yeah. still haven't got the body uh, the body cameras, which every police force in the world has had. Again, oh. apparently that's a, a civil liberties issue. They can't, we, we haven't got facial recognition uh, technology again, civil liberties issue. Uh, if if someone breaks into your, as we've heard on Liveline, if someone breaks into your house and they're recorded on CCTV, clearly um, doing the damage in your house and maybe kicking the dog to death as well, uh, as happened one of our listeners when he put it up on Twitter to try and find the uh, the culprits. He was told immediately by GDPR. To take it down, it was it was uh, interfering with the privacy rights of the criminals. Um, that has that hasn't changed. The the uh, number plate recognition. I was in New York. It's about twenty years ago because my children were with me. We were about seven, and we got a run out in a, a NYPD car. And they had twenty years ago. They had this uh, number plate recognition technology in the uh, on on the uh, windscreen where it would pick out. Uh, number plates and the, the the 
policemen in the car didn't have to do anything. The, the technology did it and there would be a, a warning saying that number plate is no insurance or is, being, is wanted for A, B, C, D. We still haven't got that in any numbers. Um, Stephen, your staff, how are they? Um, well, a lot of them, it, my staff are fine, you know, obviously they were rerouted there, some of the routes into the city had changed and, and obviously public transport, so there was obviously a few late, you know, but as you know, Joe, I'm the chairperson of the business group here in the Dublin Business Alliance, okay. and a lot of the staff working in a lot of the premises are, are not Irish, and they're fearful to come into work today, you know. Yeah, they're, um, they're, they're it, the backbone, they're the backbone of many shops and restaurants. Of course, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and our health service. Yeah, here, you know, here, yeah. yeah. He had a, a major operation himself, and most people are telling him to me, why not Irish, you mm. know, and it's absolutely disgusting to see, you know, people um, from our own country, you know, intimidating these um, people coming into our country to walk. I'm not saying they're all here to walk, you know, mm. but why should everybody be tired with the one brush, you know? Yeah, 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 and then remember... Um, yesterday, uh, um, Siobhan Carney described the the motorcyclist delivery um, driver coming down Parnell Square, saw the incident. Siobhan saw him running to the man wielding the knife and taking yeah. off his crash helmet and using his crash helmet to try and suppress your man, which he did and got the knife off him. Yeah. And then now it transpires that that man was from uh, Brazil originally. Exactly. Um, incredible, yeah. incredible. Um, have you, have we, we've heard now from some shops are closing early. Schools in the north inner city have sent all their pupils home. The Matter That's Hospital, uh, the Matter Hospital have asked... Uh, no, I've, I've stopped all visits for the next 72 hours and I've asked people only to, well, obviously people will come if they're medically unwell, but no visitors, uh, please. What's, what time do you normally close at on a Friday? Um, we normally close at six and okay. we will trade as normal, hopefully okay, today. Great, you know? great, great. And Arnett's is back open, I'm told as well. Um, really, okay, yeah, Stephen, go, go to meet yeah. the market. That's Stephen Troy in Moor Street in Dublin. Uh, Gabby Gabriel Bourne, your quick point, please, Gabby. Just wanted to say that these people do not speak for me or any person I know, and to pass my apologies on to that driver, I'm appalled. It's disgusting. Okay, well That's said. Really it. Well said, well said, Gabby. Uh, Vincent, good afternoon. Thank you. Hello, Joe, how are you? You're in Parnell Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in Parnell Street, yeah. And um, what's what's the atmosphere like now? Uh, well, Joe, it's it's still kind of doom and gloom, and it's like people are just walking around and kind of don't know what to be talking about or talking to. Like like there's a lot of foreign lads down there as well, walkers, mm. and I know them, great walkers, but they just don't know what to be saying to you. I don't know what to be saying to them. You know, it's yeah. just. It's just kind of a sickening feeling, to be honest with you, Joe. Like people are still shocked. And were you there? What happened, you know? Were you there yesterday when when the tragedy of the, the the young child? And again, everybody, everybody is praying for that for that young girl in Temple Street Hospital and the staff yeah, in Temple yeah. Street. I actually, yeah, I actually was, Joe. Like, like I just walk around the corner from there, and uh, my brother was down at the school because his uh, young girl attends the school as well okay. so we kind of heard fairly quick kind of what happened you know and uh, like we closed up at about four I went home and obviously still looking on social media and see what was happening and uh, like everything is just happening so quick you know yeah yeah and did, did people sense that it was going to kick off well 
like a lot of people have been putting it up on social media that I'm meeting up for this uh, protest, but it was far from a protest job, yeah, you know. Yeah. And the word, well, the, the word went out obviously quick enough through their WhatsApps and their TikToks or whatever. Get yeah. Get down to Parnell like, Square, and uh, I presume they were. They, I think I heard Mark Condren on McLaren this morning, the, the brilliant photographer. And he he was in Parnell Street and he said he heard at one stage that they're all uh, mooching or lashing out the guards. And then yeah, he heard yeah. one, one of them say, will we, will we get Brown Thomas? And obviously yeah, Brown, well, Brown, Brown Thomas would be too far in their new Nike runners. So then yeah, someone said, yeah. no, let's get Arnott's. Yeah, let's well, get Arnott's. And well, they I've did. Seen everything. Yeah, well, I've seen everything on the social media because me two young lads were showing me. Yeah. Just, ah, look, at this is... Uh, down where you walk, so I put on my clothes, my uh, my coat and that, and went back down just to throw an eye in the shop. See, was it okay? And lucky mm. enough, it was okay. Not that I'd have been able to do anything with I the know. amount of people were yeah. flying around, you and, know. And what on about the scooters and on foot? And I know you've been your family been there thirty years in Parnell Street, and the spot where you're in is the. I was only showing it to someone uh, last weekend. It's a spot where the Dublin bombings happened on May the 17th, 1974, that horrific, horrific uh, terrorist attack uh, by the UVF. But um, what, what, are you, what time are you closing at today or hopefully business well, is normal? Well, yeah, I opened up at nine and I closed at 11 because it oh, was just, you? as it says, yeah, yeah, it was just, it was doom and gloom, and I just had that sick feeling in my stomach. I says, I just can't walk. I says, I have to close, and I just, I just closed it is, you know. Mm-hmm. I just, just getting a bit upset now, Joe. It's just, like, looking back on it, it's just like, I know it's it's sad. It's not as bad as 9-11, but it's just that ah, feeling yeah. that people had afterwards, the after effect, yeah, that okay. kind of uh, hitting yeah. people, you know. Yeah, and... Uh, it's 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 and I take your point and and but it but it's important to put everything in in perspective and what was going on last night was has been in terms of the opportunism and the thieving and intimidation and robbing of be it mobile phones or whatever for the last few years in Dublin city centre. Um, there I suspected the same crew all got together and flying around uh, to wherever they could uh, get their hands on some. Uh, Nikes or whatever they because someone someone texted me Vincent at six o'clock last night and said I wonder what time they're going to hit the Foot Locker you know that shop that does yeah, the high yeah, end yeah, yeah, and yeah, Foot Locker yeah. was done about an hour later it's well, so, that's so, all it was yeah. Joe it was just an opportunity to okay. get in and get out and get what you want basically okay. you know and have you many like, staff there like, I haven't yeah. I haven't seen like as many people down in actually Parnell Street like since Paddy, it was like a Paddy's day, but for the wrong reason, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, there's been trouble. There's been trouble on Paddy's day as well. In the last, uh, not last year, but when there's a lot of drink around, there was there was trouble. Uh, Vincent, you mind you mind yourself. Thanks again. That's Vincent, and he's he doesn't want his shop named obviously on Parnell Street because he's afraid of what might happen. Andy, you're on Parnell Street as well. Yep. Um, how how was yesterday afternoon? Were you around for that, uh, Malie? Yeah. Afternoon was good, but after around a half five, they started yelling the uh, guards and stuff. And then around a half six, they start burning the guards' car. It was just front of our store, store okay. which is on Panu Street. Yeah, and, and they were attacking the guards and stuff. 
So what? So what's did you did did you and all your staff get home safely, Andy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We straight away closed down the store. Right. As soon as we see this kind of crowd around, just to be safe, side. And then oh. even this morning, uh, staff are not coming to the store. And so oh, I end up God. opening the store eleven o'clock by myself. And well, your then, st- your staff did not come in. Do you know why? No. No, because they are afraid. They are afraid. Uh, maybe they might attack the foreigners and stuff. Because I I've seen lots of things going around on social media as well, you know, target the immigrants and stuff. And yeah. I live in Dublin since last ten years, but I seen this kind of stuff first time in my life, like you know. Okay, stay stay there, Andy. De- Declan is on the line. Declan, you're saying your staff are mainly Brazilian, and they're terrified to come into work today. Hey, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. Brazilian, Europeans, Irish. I have as well in the Docklands area of Dublin. Absolutely terrified to leave their homes because of the colour of their skin, okay. their accents. And to be honest with you, I don't know when I can reopen because if I don't have the staff, I won't be able to reopen the shop again. And it's it's heartbreaking for those. It's heartbreaking for the city. It's heartbreaking for the country. And I'm just devastated what's going on. And can you reassure... Also, okay, sorry, yes. No, I just wanted to point out the fact that, you know, this is not a new phenomenon. This has been going on for years. We have a lot of foreign workers working in the Docklands that work for big international companies. And I've seen it on a daily basis, the harassment that they get, spitting on them, uh, you know, the abuse, the racism. And, you know, there's not enough guards in that particular area of the city. And I don't blame the guards whatsoever because I know they don't have the resources. I've spoken to the guards on many occasions. They're trying their best. The place has just gone to hell, absolute hell. And really, I mean, the governments know about this and have known about this for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And nothing has been done about it. You know, just sweeping it under the carpet and it's just unforgivable. And today, are you open? So, if your staff are not in, no, I couldn't open because okay. they they're 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 fearful of coming to work. They're fearful of leaving their homes. And I told them, listen, guys, stay at home. If you can, just get out, get yourself into a supermarket, buy some food. Because mm. Joe, I don't believe this is over by any means. I think these guys are going to regroup today over the weekend because they've nothing else to do except cause this mayhem on the streets. Mm. Well, again. We have to be careful, Declan. But but in, in truth, you're right. The um, the Taoiseach said today the the Guardian now aware of uh, other protests being organised this evening. Now hopefully they'll be able to to nip them in the bud. But um, he said the Guardian are aware of other and again it's through TikTok and and Insta and uh, Twitter and Telegram and all the 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 WhatsApp groups. They are big WhatsApp groups as well, closed yeah. WhatsApp groups. And the word goes out within seconds. We're hit, we're hitting arnets. And this is the thing. Is social yeah. media, Joe, have an awful lot to answer for here and have done in the past. And I don't yeah. understand how these companies can allow it. I know it's hard to, yeah. you know, to monitor everything Snapchat. that's put yeah, out but they there. Say, but they say, and the thing is, they are our Google and uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and we're very grateful that they are the the foundation of our cu- the current economic model in Ireland in terms of why they come here and the corporation tax and the, the brilliant staff they get. But on the, that's on the one hand. On the other hand, the regulation is uh, even their own self-regulation. And we know this from here when we're trying to get, when someone comes on to us in distress telling us there's something horrific about them up on Facebook. 
we try, but we find it very difficult even to communicate to them. Um, so th- th- there has to be a wake up call to the social media companies about about uh, regulate more self regulation. There absolutely has to be. Derek, I hope your staff, as you say, you your company wouldn't can't survive uh, can't exist without uh, the the staff who are not born in Ireland but but are working away for years here, uh, like so like so many like so many companies. Declan, uh, thanks. Yeah, but just, be, just, yeah, be, sorry, just yeah. before you yeah. go, Joe, yeah. Joe, if you don't mind, yeah, of course I, mean, I don't. Just just in relation to social media, because. The staff, I, I, I also employ Irish people as well here, are yeah, also fearful. Yeah. But um, the thing about social media, I mean, I was getting what was being put on social media last night that these guys were seeing. And it's things like, kill all foreigners. You know, get them when they're coming off buses. Get them when they're coming off Lewis's. Beat them. Kill them. We want blood spilled. I mean, Christ Good almighty, God. what is going on in this country? And then I was talking to someone, I was in the city centre myself last night, and I was talking to somebody who was at, I was at a, a history lecture, as it happens, about the Russian Revolution, and I came out to an empty city at nine o'clock. Um, and, um, but that person was telling me that um, th- they were on a bus coming into town, the bus was diverted, and whatever messages were coming in on social media, all the people on the bus who looked... Now, bear with me when I say this, who looked as if they were not from Ireland by the colour of their skin or whatever. They all got off the bus and started heading back home. Yeah, absolutely. Terrified, yeah. And a lot of these companies that are here, Joe, and we're very grateful for them, the Googles, the TikToks, the Facebooks, whatever else, a lot of those employees that work for those companies are clients of mine. And I would not be surprised if we see a mass exodus from this country of these people going to safer cities and... You know, it's yeah, all well, over them. The show is over. Yeah, and Declan, remember when we're selling, like when the IDA, who, who were the benchmark for uh, in, uh, foreign investment across the world, um, when they're selling Ireland, they talk about the educated staff, which is brilliant, the fact that they speak English, the fact that it's a stable country, which it is, it is, it is, it is. It but when, is, when but you see When you see those photographs, last, those images last night, you would get you you would get an awful fright, but anyway, um, Declan, thanks indeed, thanks indeed. Uh, good meal market, more uh, people uh, operating on uh, Parnell Street, and more people who were uh, caught up last night after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at RT, the release. Uh, uh, Joe at RT Punkai, uh, 12 Thai nationals. They were Thai workers who were f- forgotten uh, uh, in many ways in the coverage in the, since October 7th. They were uh, taken hostage by uh, Hamas. 12 Thai nationals have been released from catav- captivity. That's the beginning of the release of the hostages uh, this this afternoon. Uh, Handa Bayamda. Handa, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Uh, you, you're you're fearful, fearful for your daughter and your community. Yes. So, yes, of course. Yesterday, this knife attack is horrendous and beyond horrible for everyone. Uh, so, I'm really sorry what happened, and I'm sending my thoughts and prayers to the victims and their family and communities. Also, equally, last night's attack on city uh, mm-hmm. was also really horrible and it's stirring lots of hate on the migrant communities 
people are actually scared for their life for real now. Are they? So, yeah. Oh, and God. for instance, uh, last night I actually have organized sleepovers at a few different places because yeah. uh, some Mongolians were stranded in different places. So I had to think who is living in that area. So the, okay. some, uh, yeah, some Middle Eastern and African friends, they took Mongolians for night and they, they never met before. Yeah. And uh, I was translating over the phone and seeing this kind of level of the humanity giving me a little bit hope, but I am fearful. I'm very scared. I'm very scared. Scared for my daughter, scared for my friends and families here in Ireland. And I know you were best friends uh, of Yuran uh, Setek Serendov, who was um, who was murdered in Dublin city centre. Uh, she was also from Mongolia, and she was murdered by someone who was um, fifteen years of age uh, for no reason. For no reason that that you everyone remembers that horrific, horrific uh, stabbing in Dublin's north inner city again, just down near the the, the River Liffey. Um, and the young man apparently had 31 previous convictions, believe it or not, 31 previous convictions. Um, and he was only, he was too young to be named, would you believe it? Too young to be named. He was going around. Um, he, and on the day he murdered Yuran um, Tzatzik, on the day he murdered her, he uh, had robbed, uh, he had five, committed five other offences on the same day before he stabbed uh, rang to to uh, to, to uh, rob her or get her bicycle or whatever. Horrific, 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 and condolences again on that. So, and the, the the Mongolian community are looking after each other, and people are are sleeping over. Um, has it has it ever been as worrying, as upsetting as this before, Handa? No, not not at all, not at all. So the. What happened to uh, one of us was, yes, it was very unfortunate, beyond heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But that was that was an incident that took our um, sister's life. But this is the different scale of hate. This is the dis- different scale of the tactic, scare tactic. Mm-hmm. So I just also thinking that this is the years of lack of for uh, community development funds and lack of youth services and generations of faith and exclusion. And those kind of people, this, the young generation is guided and groomed by far right now. Mm-hmm. So we have been talking about how we can tackle hatred and racism in Ireland. And people often say that, oh, this is the minority group is inciting hate. But is, is it minority though now? We have mm-hmm. to really think about the Protection places in, in you, you know, the real implemented protections for minorities. Yeah. So I just think that the government should be putting more investment north in the city through community development. And also, you know, we have to give a race awareness of racism and also empower our community to not to fall on far-right ideology. Yeah. That's yeah. my take. But I think last night uh, a lot of them, a lot of them wouldn't know what far right ideology uh, yeah. is. They were jumping on a bandwagon to to loot and pillage. And uh, anyway, um, it's a it's a horrific situation. Um, and uh, hopefully, hopefully that last night is the end of it. 
and uh, look after yourselves and look after each other. And again, condolences to the Mongolian community on that horrific, horrific uh, murder of Orangtasek. Uh, thank you, Handa. Uh, let me go to Keo. Keo Benicio. Keo, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. It's, uh, sorry, uh, Kayo. Kayo, Kayo, Kayo. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Kayo. No problem. Okay, yeah. Kayo. Um, this time yesterday, Kayo, yeah. um, well, just remind people of what happened. You were, it was what, around uh, half one, a quarter to two? Yep. It's half past one lunchtime, yeah. Yeah, and you were coming down Parnell Square on your delivery uh, motorbike. What yeah. did you, what did you see? Yeah, I was working as a delivery, like a normal day. I was passing by in the Barnier Square. Okay. And then uh, I saw, uh, first I I thought it was a fight. Okay. Uh, A normal fight with a man and a woman, like family fight, something like that. I slowed down my motorcycle to see what was going on. And I realized there was a little girl involved in the fight. And the man was like pulling the girl from the the, the woman. Yeah. And I find out later on that the woman was the teacher of the school. And yeah, yeah I have to say she was very very brave. Yeah. You know. And, and could you see the knife? Kick, yeah. Kind of, yeah. When I rode on my motorcycle, when he grabbed the little girl, he took off the knife. And yeah. when I saw the knife. I stopped my bike straight away. Yeah. And, yeah, after that, I just, uh, I acted in, like, instinct, you know. You just acted quickly and, as you say, using your yeah, instinct. Yeah, I don't. How? I, I have a surgery in my knee and I can't run, probably. Okay. I just had a surgery in my knee two months ago. Yeah. But I don't even think about it. I just left my bike and... Um, and you ran straight over. Um, yeah. Could, how? What? What? What size was the knife, Kayla? It was a big one. It was a big knife. Oh my and god! It, uh, yeah. And was I saw it? him stab the little girl in the chest, and yeah, I was touched to see that. And and how did uh, I how, couldn't see the because she was wearing coats and too much clothes, yeah, and uh, yeah. uh, you don't see if if. He's hitting her badly, you know. Mm-hmm. And was but, he say, yeah. was he saying anything, Kyle? No, he didn't say anything. I didn't hear anything from him. Yeah. No. No. And for me, they got the people are asking me if I think he was a terrorist or. Something. If he was I, what? I'm sorry, sorry. Sure. Say yeah, that again. I'm not sure. If he was what? Sorry, no, say that people, again. If people ask me if I thought he was a terrorist. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I I think I'm not sure. Of course, I can't. Yeah. Be hundred percent. But he wasn't. But he looks like a mental health problem, man. You know. Yeah. But Someone he was... who doesn't know what he's doing. Um, okay. But he wasn't shouting right? anything. No, no I, I didn't hear any noise yeah, from him okay. at all. Now, you know? did you? Did you? Who got him onto the ground? Yeah, I took off my 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 helmet to yeah. protect myself and. I use it as a weapon, and I hit him badly mm. on the head. Okay. And he fell down, yeah. 
And did he resist? Did he did he try and attack no, you? He fell down. No, no. When I hit him, I hit him with all of my power. Yeah. Which I hit him bad in the head, and he fell down straight away, and and okay. he didn't move at all. And as we know from this time yesterday, the the emergency services seem to arrive very quickly. The ambulance and the the ambulance and the guard they arrived very quickly. Yeah, yeah, and 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 then I, after he couldn't move, I stopped hitting him, and the other people stopped as well. Yeah, and then went to see how was the girl. Yeah. And that moment, uh, I didn't even know he, he he hit some other kids inside the school yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah. and I didn't even know. And I just saw that 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 girl, and she now, was she was very bad, you know. Yeah. She was very pale, and the ambulance took her to the hospital, and yeah, I'm yeah. still and they, here. They wait walked. for the news yeah, for the we're, everyone is everyone is praying here for, for everyone is praying make okay, it, everyone you know? is praying for that for that five year old girl and the staff that are that are looking after um and then the the older woman the carer or the teacher from the school who was fighting so hard to protect her children that she was looking after was she able to speak Kyle I don't know about her. Yeah. I think she went to, to the hospital as well. Yeah, uh, I course. didn't meet her yet, no. And I, did I did the man that you subdued and uh, got the knife off, did he say anything when he was on the ground? No, he didn't say anything at all. Yeah. And how were you afterwards? Yeah, I was in shock, you know. Uh, yeah. I went to the guard station. Yeah. Uh, I have to go there to give some statement. statements. Yeah, yeah I, I couldn't sleep yesterday because yeah. I was, uh, yeah. I don't know, I, I I couldn't, I closed my eyes and I couldn't sleep. And today I'm feeling a little bit better. Um, yeah. Are you, you, you're, uh, not, you're not back in work, Kyle, are you? No, no, no. no. no but if, the, yeah, the, but uh, if you if you don't work, you don't get paid. Is that true? Yeah, but uh, I know, I know, I and I'm saying there's no, there's no, there's, there's no, there's no um, sick pay. By the way, you know, there's um, yeah, yeah, I'm self-employed. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. You're a gig, gig. You don't get pay. Um, yeah. the when when you know holidays or sick pay, whatever, or stress pay, which would be yeah. the, the one applied today. But uh, Kyle, um, you know, there's a number of people calling for you to be honoured in Dublin for what you've done, for your bravery and your courage. And your quick thinking. Yeah. yeah, some friends they 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 tell me what's going on, on the internet and yeah. the stories. It's it's mad. Everyone's talk about that, yeah. but I have no time because uh, I'm trying to to give attention and give some interviews. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and the other thing, the other thing, Kyle, that which you might not have seen. Somebody, I don't know who, so I can't mm-hmm. verify, but it is there. Somebody has set up a GoFundMe page. And the title of the page, this is very Dublin, Kyo, as you know, is uh, Buy Kyo a Pint. And so far, according to GoFundMe, so far, mm-hmm. according to GoFundMe, um, it has raised, wait for this, it has raised 27,000 euro. sorry, 40, it's gone up, 46,000 euro. 
Now, I don't know what happens that money or how they get to you or if it's real money. I presume it is. But were you aware of that, that somebody has raised so far? They say they have, and go fund me a reputable company. They they say they've raised €46,000 for your heroism. Yeah, the French told me uh, a few hours ago was about 12000 uh, No, it's now. I'm telling you now. It's, it's four. I'm afraid because uh, I didn't ask anything, you know. Yeah. Uh, now, loads of people are, are tweeting and texting us here to say the GoFundMe page... For Kyle, and it's uh, for Kyle, people can see your name uh, in the newspaper. Yeah, first, people went to, to call me to, to buy me uh, a pint. New motorcycle. I said, no, no, uh, I don't okay. need a new motorcycle. My motorcycle's in the guard station. Uh, I don't need a new helmet. But okay. uh, I, I, don't, I didn't even know that. Um, okay. And, and Kyle, is your helmet and your motorbike, the guard, you have that, do they? Yeah, the, the, they, the, for the guard told me to... To, to pick up the, my motorcycle today. Oh, great. Uh, in my helmet, I think it's going to take a little while because they, they have to... I don't know. They, they, yeah, just forensics or whatever, they, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And what part of Brazil are you originally from? I'm from Rio de Janeiro. Oh, right, oh yeah. And how, how, how long are you in Ireland? I'm here for about one year. Okay. Yeah. And um, how how are you getting on? Obviously, you're working very hard, like like uh, so many people who come to Ireland. Um, how are you getting on? How I get what? Sorry. Um, are you doing okay? I know you're working for Deliveroo. Do, are you studying English? Did you want to uh, study no, for... No, an- uh, no uh, my story is... A bit, uh, uh, I have a family in Brazil. I have two kids. I have an okay. 18 years old girl and a 12 years old boy. Okay. I used to have a restaurant, and my restaurant a couple of years ago was burned down, and I lost everything. <laughs> Sad story. Yeah, but where and where was the restaurant, Caio? It was in Niterói, Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Well, the way things are going, with this uh, GoFundMe page, if it materializes, yeah, you, <laughs> you might you might be able to open up a restaurant in uh, Dublin. Okay. <laughs> Which are you a chef by trade or are you just a businessman? No, no, I'm not chef. I, I was the oh. owner of the restaurant. And okay. And are your children? I, after my my yeah. restaurant burned down, I decided to come here to to send money for my family to support okay. them because my girl she's at university right now. University, brilliant, and, brilliant, brilliant. And I keep coming, going. You know, I spent four months here and two there and. Uh, as I work as a believer, I have freedom to, to okay. go back there and spend a while with them. And is that, your, is that your hope, Caio, that you yeah. go back to Brazil? Uh, or would I your Would your family come here? Yeah, we still think about that, you know. We still think about that. My, my kids, they have their social life there. They yeah. don't want to come here yeah. right now. Yeah. Maybe in the future to learn the language, to study. Yeah. Uh, but right now uh, they they don't want and and okay. yeah uh, that's the, the the way I found to 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 keep support my family. Okay, and and going around the city, Dublin on your motorbike. Have you have there been any other incidents in the last year? Have you be, have you been safe? Because we hear on this program, Kyo, of Deliveroo drivers being attacked and. Uh, 
their money being robbed and sometimes uh, their bikes being robbed. We heard that uh, horrific story a few weeks ago by uh, about Hayo Henrique Ferreira, who was um, whose bike was robbed. He had a tracker on it. It was a Saturday afternoon. I think it was exactly four weeks ago tomorrow. He went uh, the, himself and some fellow Brazilians went uh, try and find the, the motorbike. The Gardaí were also in pursuit. And then the, this uh, tragic accident uh, between a Garda car and uh, Yoa. And uh, he unfortunately lost his leg. Another brilliant, brilliant uh, citizen of Brazil who was doing so much work. Uh, here in Ireland, but is it difficult being a Deliveroo driver? Hey, listen, uh, I can I can speak for myself. You know, yeah. I know the, the the driver. They complain a, a lot. Most of the the rider they are Brazilian. Yeah, I know they that. Yeah, complain a lot yeah. of the treatment, but uh, it never happened with me. I have to be. I have to tell the truth. I feel very very safe here. I okay. know there is some okay. well, that's, young guys, yeah. there is two bikes, but in Rio it's much worse, you know. As you uh, say, you feel very, I, you feel very safe. Caillou, stay with us. I need to take a commercial break, but I want to continue talking to you after this break. This is uh, Caio Benicio, who was the man yesterday. He's been, um, as you saw, and you've heard his voice and seen his face. Uh, this time yesterday he was being hailed as a hero because of his quick and uh, quick-minded and quick-footed intervention and the fact that he was able to take off his helmet, as he said, and hit the assailant and knock him to the ground. Uh, Kyle, stay with us. Joe at rt.ie, 51551 text. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Caio Benicio is the uh, man yesterday, along with Siobhan Carney and a number of other people, uh, ran very quickly when they saw this man with a very large knife attacking um, to um, attacking those three children and the uh, worker. Um, two of the children are out of danger. Um, the worker is seriously injured. The carer, that young woman, and the five-year-old uh, child is a five-year-old girl is critically uh, injured, and she's uh, under the a magnificent care of the medical staff in nearby Temple Street Hospital. So again, I think everyone's prayers in the country are, if if that's your disposition, are directed in that direction. And we now live in a world, uh, no surprise, but especially in the last uh, months since October the 7th, the, the, the faith of children, the plight of children, the faith of children all around the world, uh, especially in the Middle East, has been to the forefront of our prayers. Kayo, the figure uh, on the GoFundMe page is now up to €52,000. Anyway, I'll just I'll keep you updated. We're trying to contact the man, apparently who's organising it. His name is Paul Darcy. We're trying to contact him to get, get the provenance of it and uh, to see what's involved. But stay stay with us, Kayo. Uh, Marion, I know you want to... Um, you want to thank Kyle for his heroism yesterday. Of course, and he should be honoured, as should the woman, Siobhan, for their courage yeah. and for their humanity, which we seem to have lost in Ireland. I'm appalled, horrified, worried uh, at the attitude to migrants um, that is being shown is just appalling. Mm-hmm. And you, I know you want to thank the Gardaí, 
the fire yeah. service, Dublin Fire Brigade, yeah. paramedics, who apparently were on a call. There was because I saw a turntable ladder uh, at the top of um, uh, Parnell Square, and that wouldn't be called out for a, an instant like that. But every every uh, Dublin yeah. Fire Brigade vehicle, yeah. every staff, every professional on is a, is a trained paramedic, so they would have. Oh, uh, if they were nearby, absolutely. they would have been they would have been deployed yeah. very, yeah. very, very. Uh, quickly. But the point about the Gardaí is, and it just goes back to the government, they're not being resourced, they're not being mm. listened to. They are brave, courageous and we all just sit back and think, oh yeah, they'll take care of things and they're blamed when things don't work out. But how can they, if they're not being properly resourced? Yeah. Um, and the government just allows migrants to be scapegoated there and it's their failure. Things about like homelessness legislation, where's the hatred, uh, the incitement to hatred legislation? They've been talking about it long enough. Uh, successive governments, uh, the one that was brought in in the 80s wasn't fit for purpose. Um, you know, we need to be educating children from preschool to. Respect uh, themselves and respect others. Yeah, but Marion, I think I think the vast majority of uh, the of the couriers who were uh, rampaging last night, I think they'd bu- they'd burn down children's playgrounds as quick as they'd look at them. You know what I mean? I think they're 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 on the uh, they're on the uptake, and they want to um, they they don't want to work. We know that if there was work mm-hmm. in the bed, they sleep on the floor. Um, but uh, and they're just taking advantage of. Uh, other people's yeah. incitement. Uh, Marion, I want to go back to this GoFundMe page because I'm baffled by it, Caio, because Why? it's now, it's Caio, you, you, the GoFundMe page is now 60,000 euro. 60,000. Paul Darcy, Paul, good afternoon. Hi, Joe, how are you? You set this up. I did, yeah. How and why and... Well, I just woke up this morning and thought, I'd like to buy that man a pint if I've ever met him, you know. Chances of them I've bumping into him are very, very uh, slight. So I said, oh, sure, I'll just set up a GoFundMe and see if anybody else wants to buy him a pint. And funnily enough, it just went viral. But is that real money? Yeah, yeah. It's been, like, there's been thousands of donations. There's been nearly 6,000 donations so far. And people can give. Is there a minimum you can give or a maximum or...? Well, I just asked the people to donate the price of a pint. So most of okay. them are, are donating between a fiver and a tenner. Um, there's been a couple of big donations, but most people are donating between a fiver and a tenner, yeah. But I see somebody has donated 250 quid. Yeah, yeah, one guy's got very generous, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 5,500 people have donated already. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's incredible. But, but, Paul, have you ever done this before? No, no, at all. No, just, I, yeah, I'm familiar okay. with GoFundMe, you know, I've donated a few things myself over the okay. years, but I just thought it might be nice. And do you have to ring? Do you have to ring? Oh, sorry, rings. Do you want an old-fashioned word to use? Uh, do you have to contact uh, GoFundMe to say, "Can I set up this fund?" And do, do they need proof of who you are and where the money will go? Uh, no, you don't need anything to set it up. Uh, but once the donations started coming in, then uh, Eva from GoFundMe reached out to me, Great. and uh, she 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 got in touch with her. She start, started trying to get in touch with Kyle okay. and uh, sent him an email. And then once he accepts the email, then he becomes a beneficiary of the campaign, and he'll get all the money. Okay, well then we'll make sure Kyle, who's on the other line, Kyle, we make sure we'll put you in contact, or your fa- or your friends or whatever. Maybe you're too upset at the minute, but we put you in contact with Go. Uh, the GoFundMe page. By the way, Paul. Yeah. Paul, um, do you live in Dublin? I live in Rush, yeah. 
Yeah, what, what, do you, can you tell me where you get a point for a fiver in Dublin? <laughs> well, I don't know. Six quid myself. You know, I can get a one for six quid in my local. <laughs> okay, okay. And I'm just, I know, and I know, I, I think people, a lot of people feel helpless after yesterday. They're feeling so much for that little girl in Temple oh, Street. And I know people would say, I would give... I give all my money for that child to be to be well. Please God to be, to be well. Um, and but I, I think it's a, it's a very Irish thing to do, Paul, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. The, the buying somebody a pint really resonates with people. I think. Okay, well, fair play to you. Do you want to say hello to Kyo? Have you spoken to him? I haven't. No, no. I'll say hello to him there. Hello there. Hi, Kyo. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm you know, uh, I'm getting better now. Okay. I just would yeah. like to, to thank you for the for the attitude, and that show uh, how Irish people are. You know, and yeah. and I'm very grateful for the not for for the money they put, but the, all of the the, the words. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that show how uh, Irish people are. They are some. Uh, they are good with, with someone to to just try to help. You know, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm very thankful. It's now gone up to. It was started at forty two before I mentioned it, and Paul has been doing incredible work. It's now at sixty three thousand euro, Kyle. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Unbelievable, um, yeah. And uh, Paul, I don't know whether you heard Kyle early. He had a restaurant in Rio de Janeiro. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it was burnt down. And that's why he came oh, to God. Ireland. He's two children, 18 and 12. His daughter, brilliantly, has just started university. So he came here to make money to send home, like many an wow. Irish emigrant did over uh, over many years. So, um, so the money... The, the money, Paul, is genuine, and Aoife has been in touch with us as well from GoFundMe. She said, "Get we'll get Kyo's details, and it is genuine." And then she'll organise whatever to um, to, to uh, pass it on. The, the, what's it called? Buy 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 Kyo a pint or buy Benicio a uh, Kyo Benicio. What is the phrase, Paul? You've used for it's the called, name. Buy Kyo Benicio a pint. Yeah, C A I O. Yeah, okay. And how uh, uh, long will you leave it open for? I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, I, like, I'd probably leave that up to Aoife. She'd probably know better than me. I've, I've never set up a campaign like this before, so I'm a complete novice okay. here as well. Okay. Kyle, would you, would you have an ambition to become an Irish citizen? Uh, I have a Portuguese passport. You know, okay. I have a visa to live here. Yeah. And uh, I, I have a phone call from the Brazilian embassy. They want to, okay. to give me a medal. Um, okay. This yeah, is from... Uh, this yeah. is from which embassy wants to give you a medal? The Brazilian embassy? Yeah, they yeah. just keep in touch with me in the morning. Yeah, well, you'll be getting... I think I think it'll be one of many medals, Kyle. Yeah. And I think if there is a facility this, for, uh, for honoring... I just want to... I, I, I really appreciate that, you know. Uh, yeah. And I think as well, if um, if there is a facility uh, to become an, an honorary Irish citizen, if we can give it to Tom Cruise uh, years ago, we can give it to Caio. Um, <laughs> Caio, have you been? Have you told your family back in Brazil what has happened? 
Yeah, I spoke to them yesterday. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. They were worried about because they they didn't know what exactly what's happening. Okay. And everything what happened afterward. Well, well, hopefully. Yeah, but yeah, I explained to them what happened. There was a okay. bit worried about, but I said I'm okay and. Mm. Okay. Okay, Kyle, okay, you are a hero. I know you've, you you acted, as you say, instinctively. Um, and thank you so much, Paul Darcy. Again, we put it, put the two of you in touch once we can get over the GDPR stuff, which should be straightforward in this case. And uh, Kyle Benicio, thank thank you so much, and Paul Darcy uh, as well for for your uh, for your for your gratitude. Joe at rt.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. GoFundMe have been on to say we guarantee this and any other money will go straight to uh, Kyle uh, from that GoFundMe page. And I know where everyone's uh, thoughts are going to be. Uh, this uh, next few days until we get good news hopefully about that child uh, in uh, Temple Street and a wonderful wonderful uh, carer that young female uh, worker in the uh, school that actually uh, shielded the children um, thanks indeed James Feeney was in town broadcast coordinator Shane Galvin uh, the producer is uh, Shana Gorman best of luck to Paddy Keelty and his uh, first Thai show tonight it's a brilliant brilliant team over there they've been working for months and months and months and uh, in the world we live in and I know Paddy will, will, will mention the difficulties at the start and think of uh, what's happening in Temple Street Hospital back to, back on Monday 1.45 stay safe look after each other 0818 715 815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie